Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of the Local Line podcast, a show dedicated to sharing the stories, practices, and lessons learned from everybody in the food industry. My name is Matt. And I'm Quinn. And today on the podcast, we have Katrina Kudo. Katrina is a marketing rep from Flanagan Food Service, Canada's largest Canadian-owned food service distributor, where they work primarily here in Ontario. We got to learn more about her work with over 6,000 Flanagan customers, as well as a bunch of different suppliers. What really stood out to me was how consumers are changing. Not only what they're purchasing, but also how they're purchasing, and some of the different things that suppliers can do in order to build their brand and gain recognition. What excited me the most was a new program that Flanagan's is spearheading called the Flanagan Market. And I think it's a really interesting opportunity for local suppliers to potentially get some new customers. So without further ado, here's Katrina. I'd like to start the discussion about your work with the 6,000 plus Flanagan customers. So from your perspective as a marketer, you know, what's happening in the market today? What are customers looking for with regards to products, trends, and themes? So in today's food system, healthy food, I would say, remains a major trend. Um, it's pretty prevalent, especially I mean, for the end user, January is coming up. We're all about to indulge this month, but everybody's going to be looking for healthy options uh, come the new year. But with healthy, it's moved kind of beyond just natural food or organic food, um, low carb, low fat. But it's also clean, you know, clean food, clean product decks, functional foods, you know, superfoods like quinoa, kale, seaweed. I don't know how often we've come across that, but um, those are still a huge trend moving forward for healthy and um, plant-based eating, too, as an extension of you know, the health food trend, um, is a big focus. So local implies clean, and being better for you implies that it's functional. And we know that local food, definitely produce, it does retain its nutrients longer. It doesn't have to travel as far as maybe exotic fruits and vegetables do. Um, and not necessarily produce, I guess, but it you know, doesn't have to travel as far to get to the end user's plate. It retains its nutrients longer, therefore it is healthier. And transparency too, so it plays into local, knowing exactly where your food is coming from, how it's processed, that's been a focus for consumers and for operators as well. Digital, you know, continues to be a trend, it's really more of an evolution, it's not that it's going away or it's not really a wave, but this is something that's happening, um, definitely works in our favor, <laughs> the local line and the Flanagan market. And meal kits as well. They're huge right now and that's been another disruptor for food service operators to have to combat and digitally of course that's a great way for them to reach you know, their target market um, in terms of products the minimum wage increase is definitely going to make quite an impact on operators I mean it has I mean labor costs are something that's really you know huge it's interesting. You, you had talked about healthy food being this overarching trend that encompasses things like clean food, functional food, and even superfoods, many of that implying local. And many of the customers and listeners that we have here at Local Line are producing products just like that. How can suppliers really ride the wave of the healthy local food trend with respect to selling to buyers, like maybe a restaurant who might have a local focus on their menu? Well, I think 
going back to what we talked about before, local is really important to our customers because it's what the consumers are looking for. Um, I read a statistic recently, around 70% of Torontonians, they consider local and sustainable food to be really important factors when choosing a restaurant. So, you know, that's important that reflects on the operators is something they have to now incorporate into their menu. And what's also really important to note is that they're willing to pay for these ingredients. So it's not only that they want it, but they'll pay for it. The thing is with buying local, serving local, you know, not only do you support our own economy, but you now have a great story to tell in your menu, kind of as an extension of our local growers and our suppliers. And the food is quality, they're quality ingredients. They're environmentally sustainable, and that's that's what consumers are looking for right now. With local being, you know, a family-owned, Canadian-owned distributor in Ontario, you know, we felt it was really important to be able to service, you know, Ontario even more than we do, and bringing to market these growers and suppliers within our region. That's interesting. So. On local line, one thing we're starting to see from both restaurant and retail buyers is that they're starting to evolve not only the products that they're purchasing, but also the way they buy products both in person and online. So for example, on Amazon, you can now get things on demand with just a click of a button. So as buying, purchasing behaviors change and evolve, suppliers likely need to evolve as well. What can a supplier do today to make sure their sales and marketing are staying relevant? Customers want to call out your products on their menus and create that connection among the community with their own customers. So I think it all depends on the supplier to an extent, but really top line, I mean, having a clearly defined brand to set you apart for one will make your business really marketable, um, something to differentiate yourself, certainly. So really all of the marketing basics, having marketing materials and product sheets for sales representatives, providing samples so that customers can have a clearer idea of your product before placing an order, um, and really using a mix of media to build awareness outside of just the Flanagan market or your online store or website. You know, having a user-friendly website, um, digital presence, you know, branded delivery trucks, something that people can see and another touch point for potential customers or existing customers. With regard to local specifically, I think having a story to tell is really key. We already know that local is about the story, and in addition to a strong brand, stories really build trust, and they're a powerful connection tool. So your brand's story should be an extension of your personality, really. People trust other people more than they necessarily just trust you know, a brand name initially. So making your story personality-driven makes your business a real thing, really approachable. So from your experience, which suppliers have you seen execute their sales, marketing, and brand really well? Well... I mean, both actually on the consumer side and on the food service side, Martin's Family Fruit Farm, I think that's all a name we are familiar with. They brand themselves really well, and Haters comes to mind, Woolies Lamb, Thornlow Cheese, they've really branded themselves well. Um, they're up north. To kind of, I guess, group them all together, when I say those names, you have like a feeling come to mind, right? Like you can, when I say Thornlow, then I'm thinking, you know, up north and the northern air and mm-hmm. um, you know fresh and the lake they have their devil's rock blue cheese and then you know I imagine they always have the images of like devil's rock by the lake and um, Martin's family fruit farm you know whatever fall you know those feelings of fall that's yeah. what can come to mind recently because it was just when I think of the apple season but um, no very family oriented 
even letting your personality shine through, right? It doesn't have to be mm -hmm. um, something physical like yeah. the rock for Thornlow, but yeah, just something that differentiates you in a way that makes you memorable. So what are some of the common mistakes that you see suppliers make when trying to get their brand off the ground? So again, like I said, just having a great level of service and consistently positive experiences, consistently positive interactions mm -hmm. with your customers and just having your brand name out there. Again, you don't have to post online every single day or, mm -hmm. or have a blog, but if you just, if you have um, a personality and at least a presence online mm -hmm. prior to, you know, uploading your catalog to local line or having an online store, you know, having something else where a customer can go in, check you out, get to know you, mm -hmm. um, differentiate yourself, I guess, in a way too, right? Mm -hmm. Awesome. So we've chatted a lot about the large demand for local food from restaurants, retail buyers and consumers. And we've talked about how suppliers can take advantage of this wave uh, with respect to sales and marketing. You've recently spearheaded a new really awesome program alongside Local Line to marry these two things together called the Flanagan Market. Can you give our listeners some insight on what that program is and what the goals are? So the Flanagan Market, actually, if I can take it back even farther to what, you know, to when we, to when Flanagan's first introduced local, we realized that not only is it prevalent, but a lot of our customers, I mean, we did a survey and a lot of them are looking for local and they list local already on their menus. We, we do have local coming through our warehouses, but we just, we didn't identify it. We took a step back and we wanted to identify the Ontario products that were coming through our warehouse, identify our Ontario suppliers. So about a year ago, we had a team that discussed, you know, how we could incorporate the local line platform to Flanagan's. We knew it was something we definitely wanted to be a part of, something that was really revolutionary in the world of local. Um, you know, of course, digital is where everything is moving now and where the customers are. So we felt like it was a really good strategy for us and we still do. It's been a great partnership. The main goal of the Flanagan market is to provide an avenue for operators, Flanagan customer or not, to purchase and serve niche local Ontario products and bring to market those growers and suppliers who are within our region but don't necessarily or don't easily meet the demand requirements for broadline distributors such as Flanagan's. And by demand requirements, I mean, you know, the commitment to move a certain number of cases per week through a large distributor warehouse. So ideally, bringing these smaller suppliers to market provides them with a platform to grow their business through our network and ultimately, you know, the potential to become a regular supplier of Flanagan's. Flanagan's is the first distributor to launch this type of e-commerce platform. And we've actually recently won an award for our partnership with Localine, as you guys know. So at the Local Food Symposium earlier this month, um, Flanagan's and Localine were presented an award by the Greenbelt Fund. So that was really exciting. Yeah, so on behalf of Local Line, I can say that we're all really excited about the Flanagan market, really because it gives our suppliers an exciting opportunity to build new relationships with customers that they would have never, ever had access to before. So based on what you've seen in the market today and with respect to the trends that you're seeing with customers, what kind of products and suppliers would be a good fit? Being able to have a demand coming, you know, approaching local line or, you know, Flanagan's as a supplier that wishes to be listed on the market, have your catalog on there, being able to bring with you a demand for it 
is great if you already have an existing customer base. If not, unique products are great. I mean, we're looking to kind of fill gaps that we don't necessarily already have on there, not only in product categories, but also location. So we may already have a few beef suppliers on there, say, but if they only deliver to a you know, limited region, absolutely, if you're, if you're up in Thunder Bay, well, we want to hear from you, first of all. <laughs> if you're up north, that'd be fantastic, because we're always looking for um, new suppliers that are in northern Ontario, definitely. But um, as long as you have, you know, unique products that meet the needs and consumers are looking for, something that there are definitely multiple applications for, or you can bring, you know, recipes along with it if it's something that, mm-hmm. you know, like I've mentioned, the ice wine. I had never heard of that, and there are, you know, yeah, Jen has, you know, she suggested to me so many different ways to use the ice wine as a dessert or beverage application, and that's fantastic. So having, you know, a unique product or being located in a region that we don't necessarily already deliver to or suppliers may not deliver to, you know, that's awesome. Reach out, right? Like, we'd love to yeah, work with you and figure out a market for your products. I mean, and if you are a supplier that are looking to get in touch with the planning market, looking to have your catalog uploaded and listed there, you know, localline.ca, you'll be able to get in touch with the team and we'll work with you there. So let's say you're a restaurant and you are creating a new menu and you're looking for some new ingredients to, to put on there, specifically maybe local. How can a restaurant get started with the Flanagan market and start seeing what's available to them in their region? So actually, it's important to note that it it's not just for Flanagan customers. So it's customer operators across Ontario can use the platform. So it's really easy to sign up. You go to flaniganmarket.ca, you know, sign in, create a profile, request access to the catalog. And from there, you can browse the catalog, place orders with suppliers, and it's an aggregated collection of local products that provides really easy access. I mean, you log in and there it is. And it's seasonal too. I mean, it's, it's constantly evolving in that, you know, suppliers are added, suppliers are removed, but only because, I mean, we had an asparagus supplier on there and now it's not asparagus season anymore. So you won't necessarily find, but I think that, I mean, it's up to date. It's great. It's, it's seasonal. Flanagan's with this platform, we're just the facilitator. When you're placing an order with a supplier, you're coordinating payment directly to the supplier and you're receiving the product directly delivered from that supplier as well. So, Got it. So I hear a regular pain point for customers that are working with food service distributors is when they order some of these lower volume, less consistent products, uh, they tend to maybe take a long time to get to them, maybe up to two or three weeks. And I believe the industry classifies them as special orders. Is there an opportunity for the Flanagan market to fill a gap here? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, now, I don't know for sure if it's always, you know, weeks to arrive for a special order, but at times it can be. So the Flanagan market is a great fit. You know, if you're not already signed up to the Flanagan market, by all means, log on, um, check out the products, reach out to myself or, you know, email. We have our contact information on the profile there. So let us know what you're looking for. And actually, that just happened this week. I had a customer approach their sales representative, their TM who then approached me and said, hey, do we have this supplier on the market? And like, can they order the products through the market? And they didn't, you know, that supplier actually wasn't listed on there, which is no problem. 
I turned right around and um, I reached out to you guys and said, hey, can we get this supplier onboarded? And that happens a lot. If a customer is looking for something that maybe we don't have, whether they were looking for it as a special order item or not, mm-hmm. it's really easy to just, you know, as a customer, approach us and we'll work with you to onboard those suppliers. And they're more than happy to uh, yeah, be listed wow. and have their product catalog up there. So, mm-hmm. Many customers already have a dedicated Flanagan sales reps. How do the sales reps fit within the program and how can they leverage it to build a better relationship with their customer? Well, it, I mean, it's certainly unique. So that's a huge advantage. It's a unique way to obtain local products right now. Um, it's a great way to approach prospective customers as well. We had a rep that, you know, she's worked with some of our suppliers, and particularly she's worked with Ruthams, to get some samples and approach a potential customer with it as a way to introduce, you know, Flanagan's, but also the Flanagan market and and another avenue for her to um, purchase local because she's aware that this customer was looking for local food. The great thing is, is that now she's able to, or has been able to track the activity of that customer. So now I know a little bit more about, you know, if I'm a rep, now I know a little bit more about what that customer is looking for. So yeah, I'm, you know, I throw some of these samples. These are delicious. Try them. You know, you can use them in these different um, ingredients, meal parts, etc. She has access to that data. She knows what products now this customer is looking at, and she can approach them a second time and do a follow-up. And in that case, it's not, you know, a mm-hmm. cold call necessarily. So it's advantageous in that way you know, as a way to kind of get your foot in the door for new customers. Perfect. So I think there's a lot of value that suppliers, customers, and sales reps can get for this program. And I'm super excited uh, to see where, where it goes. Um, for our listeners, if you're looking for more information, you can head over to flanaganmarket.ca or reach out to us at localline.ca. And I think that about wraps it up. Thanks, Katrina, for coming on the show. And thank you to our audience for listening. Catch you next time. Thank you.